Howdy do. Is that how we're starting this? No, we're not. Howdy do. Yeah, that's great. Okay, let's try this again. Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Lena Morgan. And this is a song versus song uh, bonus episode where uh, this is supposed to be our month off. But yeah, remember we, when we were going to have a month off? We weren't going to do any. We're doing two, epi- two episodes. Not one, but two. Oh. On our month off. <sighs> Man, I don't know how to vacation. Literally yesterday, I realized, oh, crap, the Video Music Awards uh, are happening tomorrow. I guess we are working this month after all. So here we are. Yet yet another Video Music Awards. We are reviewing it for you, the 5 to 15 people who still care about the Video Music Awards. All right. Well, you know what? Here's here's the thing. Uh, As is well known, uh, I'm old. I don't really know anything. Uh, I'm certainly not a music critic. Uh, not in the way that you are at any rate. So what I want to ask, I'm going to, we're going to do like a quick little interview thing before we start talking about things, because you, one assumes, have a perception of what's happening in the music world and watch the music videos that come out and are up for mm-hmm. uh, awards and things. What was your perception of the last year's worth of that kind of music that was coming out that would be, appear on a show such as this? What were the trends? What did you like? What didn't you like? What did you think was successful as not as far as what you liked, but as far as what was actually liked, what was actually good? I can't answer that. What kind of question is that? What's your, this your isn't this your job? You're supposed to know these things. I don't have any like thoughts about the state of the world. No, I, the, the, I don't care about that. I, I know that music videos miraculously are still a thing. And uh, most of the good ones were, in fact, the best, the biggest and best ones were, in fact, nominated this year. And uh, most of them, except for Kiss Me More, which I don't think has made much of a splash in the music video world. Uh, but like they nominated like what are reasonably huge music videos that and that's still a thing that happens. What I can tell you about the MTV uh, Music Awards is, um, I don't know, you complain all the time about being too old for these. You've been doing that since we uh, started doing this a few years ago. But I feel like these particular Video Music Awards, pretty uh, amenable to the older viewer. It was Sure, a- sure. I mean, well, they, all right. So the, what's, what, I don't, do people still say there was an attempt? I have no idea. I have no idea. There's cert- there's certainly there was certainly an attempt. They brought on some familiar faces. Some of those faces fared better than others. They certainly started on a very strange note with Madonna. That's where we started because it was MTV's 40th birthday or I don't know if it's the 40th birthday of the of the network or the 40th birthday of the VMAs. It's the or network. What. It's the network. Okay. So they started by having Madonna do a, a a voiceover intro and about about you know she came to New York and then this other thing came to New York and it was MTV you know she and and MTV are inexorably tied in this way yes and, and that, then and then she came out and she's a cool mom is she what a cool mom that Madonna I just look man what am I what 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 does one even say about Madonna at this point. She was the cool mom. And I don't know if you mean cool sarcastically or, I, you know, sincerely, but she was the cool mom in the late nineties. She is now something else entirely. And I have no idea what. Should I say the thing that I texted to you? 
I don't remember what you said. That was a billion years ago. Three hours of MTV Video Music <laughs> Awards is actually roughly 10 billion years. Um, I said, if it isn't the ship of Theseus herself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a good line. I just don't know what else. I don't know what else to say, right? Because she's, she's, she's wearing a face that is her face, but is it? And and somebody said something. You know, I, I looked I looked online very quickly, and somebody complimented the fact that you know she came out, she delivered a couple lines, and then she dropped the clothing she was wearing so that she could be in you know in a bodysuit and fishnets and walk away. And I was like, wow, look at that woman is you know however old she is, and look at that ass. And I was like, well, that ass is not that many years old. That <laughs> ass is at most two years old. And I just you know bless. She's allowed to do what she wants. It's definitely it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a thing. It's weird. It's just weird because Madonna's odd, right? It's really if it was a different person that had done this, my reaction would be different. It's because Madonna is Madonna that it's hard not to joke. She just thinks so highly of herself that it's very hard not to want to drag her down. Which is mean, but I don't know what else to say about it. She just is so self-satisfied and always has been. Well, she was only there for like a brief second to kick off the show. But it was so strange because all the people that were there, well, I mean, like a good half of them, of the presenters and stuff, were people who were big 20 years ago. And some of them even much further than that, like back when Madonna was big. Right. So they, who was there? So it was Madonna, uh, Jennifer Lopez came out. Cindy Lauper was there. Uh, Avril Lavigne came out. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was on the. Nick Lachey was there. That's right. We had, we had representatives from the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC and 98 Degrees. We had Lance Bass and AJ McLean. And I like how like the, the third most famous of both those bands is exactly as famous as the most famous guy from 98 Degrees. Yeah, I can't really dispute that. Yeah. Uh, and then who else was there? Uh, Foo Fighters were there. Tommy Lee was there. Tommy Lee was there. David Lee Roth was there. And then as far as I'm concerned, um, the the greatest performer of the night was there, that being Busta Rhymes. Okay, this was so strange because he gave a blowout fucking performance of his greatest hits. And we were already joking about how this was a like a particularly Gen X level uh, lineup they had. And then out of nowhere, Busta Rhymes doing a full greatest hits, including his legendary verse from scenario from 1990. I mean, incredible because truly this is like, this is the thing, right? You, I don't want to, you know, I, the oldest thing you can say is that you see an older person come out and do something. And then you just say, there's nobody else. None of these kids can do what this guy can do. But I mean, truly name me anybody before or after Busta that can do it. You know, I mean, it's not, if he came out today, it would still be a, a sensation, you know? I And what was really weird was uh, the only other person that was trying to do this rapid fire stuff on the night that I can recall is Machine Gun Kelly. <sighs> and um, we can, we'll, well, that's, well, that's, the, that's the end of the night. We'll get back to that. Okay, well- it was basically, as has been the case for quite a bit, a very, very, very long array of performances with almost zero awards. So I think we all agree that Busta was one of the highlights of the night. 
For sure. I mean, I, so I think that if you were going to calculate, it was it was him and uh, you had right away said what I had thought also, which is um, that Lil Nas X prior to that was, I think, the number one performance of the night. Uh, yeah, Lil Nas X. Absolutely. I've I've been kind of back and forth on that song, Industry Baby. I was like, is this good? Is this good? I'm not sure. And, it has uh, the word industry at the front of it, so I feel that you are predisposed not to like it. And uh, and then I, I think the I think this performance sold me on on the song, except for except for Bus. I think it was the performance of the night. It felt like the most spontaneous of the night. Like when he like dropped the mic for a second, so he could like strip off his clothes. It felt very uh, impromptu. I mean, it couldn't have been, but it felt it felt looser than the rest of the night. Yeah, I mean, no, nothing really. I mean, there there are rare moments at the VMAs at this point. There were a couple. There were a few that happened that I think you can tell. I think um, Cindy Lauper went off book for a second for <laughs> to, to to preach to the choir, and there's really nothing to say about that other than yes, sure, Cindy Lauper, I agree with you. Um, Eagle Pay, about, sure b- about yeah. about body autonomy. I, yeah, not, I mean. Either you agree with that or you don't. Um, I don't really know what else to say. And and uh, Machine Gun Kelly definitely went off book when he thanked the director of his music video, who he then admitted he hadn't spoken to with since he'd gotten a fight with the director on the set of the music video, and then closed by saying, we won, man. That was definitely not scripted. Uh, I, I can tell you who um, definitely also did not script their speech. That was one Justin Bieber. Oh boy! So let's before we talk about that. When so when at the top, well, I, w- I was asking you all these questions, these leading what's happening in the music industry questions. The subtext of that was, how is it that Justin Bieber won so many things tonight? I don't again completely out of touch, but it had been my understanding that the Bieber moment was over. Okay. Is it, but did he have a great year? You would know better than I. Okay. In 2020, he released what is a pretty terrible fucking album with a pretty terrible lead single. And I thought, I was like, is he done? Is this it? And he quickly scrambled out a course correcting another album. And it's been doing pretty well. He's been flooding the zone with, uh, you know, radio singles stuff that is more radio friendly than the stuff from the previous album. And he's been doing all right. He's been doing, he has swam back upstream. Let's say he is, uh, he's doing all right, but I don't think anyone would say he is at his peak right now, but he won a lot. He won quite a bit tonight at the VMAs. Now I told Uh, you what my theory was, which is that I watched the Billie Eilish special, the Apple Plus one, not the Disney Plus one. Mm-hmm. And in that, there was a conceit that Billie Eilish is a huge Justin Bieber fan. And there is a not insignificant amount of time spent between her and him having conversations about what it means to be famous and how to be humble and how to deal with this lifestyle and all that sort of stuff. And I do think that being attached to somebody as respected who seems as sincere as Billie Eilish does has been a sort of rehabilitation for him in the public zeitgeist. It certainly hasn't hurt. 
Billy's uh, support. I think mostly what it is, is uh, is Scooter Braun, actually, who is just making sure that he stays at on his game. And he's just very good at what he does as a, as a manager. And he performed at the beginning of the night. He is also he did. He was him and Kid Leroy. Yeah, the the new kid, Kid Leroy. And Bieber has been like when I say Braun has been helping him. Braun has been putting Bieber on a lot of of tracks with the hot up and comers with like Gibeon and Daniel Caesar and Kid Leroy, and it certainly helped. He has been like that's that song he performed at the beginning stays like the number one song right now. It's and it's going to be sticking around for a while. And it's actually pretty good. I guess like that is like the, the officially course correction. Yeah. Bieber is back at the top of his game. I wouldn't really call it like any of these songs. Great, but he is doing pretty well right now for, especially compared to last year. So yeah, I can see why he would get artists of the year, but that, that didn't sit right to me. Like who, who else was up for that artist of the year? Artist of the Year was Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Megan Thee Stallion, Olivia Rodrigo, and Taylor Swift. Okay, well, of those, it's clearly Olivia Rodrigo's year. It is her year. Like, I don't see there's any case that... Well, she uh, won Song of the Year and Best New Artist and Push Performance of the Year. I don't know what that means. no. Uh, and maybe one other thing. I, yeah, I, she was, I think the first award they gave out was to her. Yeah, that's and I said I thought that would kind of set the tone of the night. Yeah, we well, she won song of the year. So for driver's sad it is. I don't. I wouldn't say this was a sad, sad night. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's a, a very the MTV awards have been very strange with who they bring on. Usually, it's either a up and comers, b people on their way down, but n- never really anyone at their peak. They were very lucky that year in that two really big names really blew up just this year. That's Olivia and that's Lil Nas X. So they were able to get like the two hottest uh, pop stars alive right now because they are just really peaking right now. They were not at this point last year. You didn't even know who Olivia Rodrigo was last year. That's makes the MTV awards a little hotter than it would have been normally, but I would not say Olivia had like an amazing performance tonight. No, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to, lay it on too thick but she she seemed to be having a good time yeah but it wasn't it was but it wasn't a great performance i don't know i'm at this point i i do not expect the mtv awards to have great performances i expect them to have I mean, a su- lot su- of them surprise surprise there were some great performances though there were a couple uh, we already said busta we already said Lil nas x who else would you say put in there um hmm i would say casey musgraves oh yeah absolutely I'm very surprised to see Casey Musgraves on MTV because she's not really an MTV artist, but not not typically. I, again, I don't know anything about Star Crossed as a song. Has that been a crossover hit? I mean, she I mean, the album, the album, she certainly has a fair amount of those. Um, the album just uh, dropped a week ago. Good song. Good song. You could see where it could be a crossover hit. Yeah, it's a uh, I don't Casey Musgraves doesn't really. She has like a very big cult fandom like to the point where it's not really a cult anymore, but she's a, like, it's some somewhere hovering between cult and mainstream. No, she's never really had a crossover hit hit. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, I have no idea what will happen with it. It was, it was fine. Um, I'm trying to think. I like, uh, I like that album a lot. I, you know, just dropped, check that one out. Star crossed by Casey Musgraves, her tragic divorce album. 
It's real good. I mean, I think it's fair to say that the Foo Fighters did a fine job. You know? Yeah, like I said, again, speaking of um, speaking of uh, artists friendly to our generation, yeah. your generation thing, especially, because I mean, sure. Well, I think you know, I mean, if you listen to to the Foo Fighters play their 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 hits, I mean, the the thing that I said to you was that Everlong is probably one of the top ten greatest songs of all time, in my opinion. And you said it was it was it was in my the greatest one song. Yeah, it's in my personal (laughs) top one of songs. So yeah, but I do think that that is a that is a genuine all timer. It's one of those songs that transcends. I don't think there'll ever be a generation that thinks. Gosh, I just don't get ever long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that people will always connect with it. It's just a really well-composed song, a very well-performed song. And I think that as a band, as a group, and certainly Dave Grohl in particular, is always going to have this ability, this energy he can bring to that song until he's in the fucking ground, you know? Yeah, well, he got the um, the the Video Vanguard Award or whatever they call it now because, you know, he's been, you know they've been around forever and – what is strange to me about this is that they also had Busta this year and he was giving an absolute video Vanguard performance, but they didn't give him anything. It was yeah. very strange to me. Yeah. He deserved something, but you know, Busta always feels as though he deserves more than he gets. To hmm. be honest, I think that's, that's always been the hallmark of his career is that he's doing things that, it, and it's not that he never got anywhere. Obviously, people yeah. know who Busta Rhymes is. He's not some forgotten artist. Right. But I think if you look at all of the other artists, other performers who have been influenced by him, I mean, again, literally, that rapid fire style is just, it's not that he's the only one that's ever done it, but he's just, I mean, he does it better than almost anybody else. And I think that a lot of people that do it now are at least a little bit influenced by him and i don't think that his career has ever felt as big as his talent all right well let me ask you this what did you think of doja what did i think of doja as a host or what did i think of doja's performance both the performance was 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 all right it was okay um i wasn't blown away by it um Mm -hmm. but it was it was you know it was good i think that she's I think that we kind of give her the short shrift on the show, to be honest with you. Uh, I think that she's she's solid. I think she's interesting. And I will say as a host, by the time we got to the end of it, I think she did great. I actually really liked her as a host. Not that she was there much, but, you know, it's usually – is it Alicia Keys? Or is that for the Grammys? It's usually Alicia Keys uses the Grammys. Yeah, she's done it for the last couple of years, I think. And I like Alicia Keys, but she's so chill. yeah. Her energy is so relaxed, you know, like she took like a Vicodin before she went on stage and it, she didn't put me to sleep, but it's always just, it's fine. Right. Yeah. Doja Cat, there's that point where she came, she started coming out in some wild outfits. Mm-hmm. She wore a chair on her head. She, she, uh, what was the, what was the thing that I, I quoted her for? I look like a worm. Yeah. That's dope. She didn't really look, she looked like something straight. She looked like H- something. H- HR Puff and stuff yeah. was going on up on the stage, but I loved it. I I loved that outfit. Uh, I want to know who made that for her. Um, I want to see more from that designer. And 
I like Doja Cat. I actually thought she did a really great job. Um, again, the performance, the actual song that she did, I thought was fine. I think that her as a as a performer, as far as um, you know, being up on wires and dancing around and stuff, is more interesting than um, the song itself was tonight. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I like Doja. I think she's she's an interesting artist, and she won something tonight along with uh, with SZA. With SZA. But before we get to that, what did you think of Doja Cat? What was your opinion? Last year, when Doja Cat came up, I think this is what you're talking about when you said we give her too much stick. You uh, you looked me in right in the eye or in the zoom eye, and you told me, I don't think she's going to get there. I don't know. That kind of took me back because it's one of those things I didn't realize I thought till you said it. I was like, Doja Cat really wants it. Doja Cat works really hard. Doja Cat is very talented. After this last album, I'm also still not really convinced she's going to get there. I think this might be as big as it gets for her. And I was not really convinced by her as a personality tonight. She was. She seemed like a regular person in funny outfits to me. But here's the thing about that. People do want that. You know, that's that's the thing that we seek in the modern day. People want somebody who seems genuine even in they want someone who seems normal, seems every day, even in extraordinary circumstances. I think that's a that's a personality that people want. I'm not sure they and want that I don't, from Doja I, Cat, though. Well, I don't. I mean, I haven't. I don't have the answer to that question. But I can tell you that uh, as an as, as me, I can speak for me, and I can tell you that I don't think that's easy um, having to be in front of a camera, uh, which is a thing that I have done and you have done. Um, being able to just be ordinary and regular is hard, especially, you know, you're, you're in silhouette when you do it and it, and it's still not easy, but to be in those costumes that she's putting on and then still be able to kind of just sit in a chair that was just on your head and be regular, I think is really challenging. And I give her a lot of credit and it does make me like her. I can't pretend that's not true. I, I, I have no idea whether or not I speak for a generation. I doubt it. But I do like that. I do. It, it did make me like her. Ugh. As to whether or not she's ever going to make it, if whether or not she's going to exceed where she is now as a pop star, I have no idea. I seemed, I felt very sure then that it was never going to happen. I don't, I don't know anymore. I know that you feel secure in it. I, I could, I couldn't tell you. I, I'm not secure. Like if, if she'd, I mean, I, I once thought that about Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa has vaulted over. So Doja Cat may get there also. We'll see. But I'm just not convinced yet. Um, I do think we should uh, touch on the the weirdness of... So they won... Was it Best Collab? Was that yeah, the... Yeah, Doja Cat and SZA won Best Collab. Boy, the, the, the timing. The timing could not have been worse. Bless Doja Cat. I don't. I don't want to judge SZA as a whole human being, but she sure stepped in it recently in a way that I don't know how long it's going to follow her, or you know, if it's just going to be a twenty-four hour news cycle and it's over. But she sure did effectively go on Instagram and share a statement, effectively agreeing with the idea that sometimes, in the name of art artistry, you have to utilize forced labor, forced. Labor. And this was, I think, in defense of Donda, right? This was supposed to be tacitly in defense of Kanye West's recent record. And uh, 
I got to tell you, I don't think you're ever going to be able to the 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 term forced labor, and then giving a thumbs up is never going to look great. It's just you know, I don't want to say not a good look because that sounds so tired and cliche, but it doesn't look great. Yeah. And it was weird to have her. I was shocked that she was there because I know she's in the middle of the maelstrom of of people being mad that she shared that and as essentially agreed with that assessment that artistry requires forced labor. An absolutely wild thing to assert. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think we're going to be talking about this next week. I think that one's going to go away. I hope so for her sake. Um, I don't. I don't know SZA well enough to know if she has a history of 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 stepping in it. If it's a first time, if it's a first time offense, she'll probably be fine. I don't know stepping in it necessarily, but she does pop off on social media sometimes. She'll uh, she'll get angry and she'll she'll uh, say things that maybe a more diplomatic person would not say. Well, I mean, again, you know, people are people do like honesty. I don't know if they want that kind of honesty, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I. Who, who the hell knows? I mean, I think it's 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 more to the fact that it, people will probably go back to focusing on Kanye and Drake beefing. Yeah, like, which is which is so weird. I mean, not that Don does a great record, but uh, it's certainly better than the last thing Drake put out. This has nothing to do with the VMAs. Sorry. Yeah, the 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 two biggest names uh, right now on music Twitter were not at uh, not at the VMAs. It's always hard to get people there. Uh, Drake and Kanye need nothing from the VMAs. Also, yes, I agree that the Kanye album has more highlights than the Drake album, which has close to zero. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I don't think I was not that anyone asked, but there you, there you go. There's my, but there you go. All right. Um, other people who were there who performed, let's, uh, let's go down the line. Um, I kind of, let's see. So I didn't, I didn't catch everything because I did not realize like a fool that um, the pre-show was as long as it was an hour and a half. I didn't watch that pre-show. Yeah. Um, so I don't. You're think not I required to everybody. watch the pre-show. Like it's my podcast, I and you're I... exempt. I, I give you exemption. You don't have to watch it next time. Okay. Well, yeah. too late. I watched part of it. Um, so Kim Petras was there, mm-hmm. uh, and I had no idea who she was. And then you told me who she was, and then I had thought, well. Let's throw a little support behind the, the trans pop star because for personal reasons, I would like to do that. Um, she was good. I didn't realize she was going to be at the pre-show. I do. I would have wanted to see that. So I do, I do regret that one. Yeah. Like, again, I wouldn't call it like, you know, a performance of the night, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, it's kind of impossible for me not to support uh, a trans artist. And that, you know, that was one of those things that was nice about the show Although I, I found myself being uh, curious about one particular moment. What was it? Nor- Normani? Normani. Norma- Normani. There we go. Boy, mm. I'm 41, people. Please come <laughs> in some slack. I know you won't. So Normani did uh, Wild Side uh, without Cardi. Mm-hmm. And I Googled and could not find the answer to the question, is she queer? Is she gay? Is she bisexual? Because she did a she did a humping on a lady's face at the end of that thing. And I know that Cardi got in some heat about, you know, appropriation or whatever it was or queer baiting uh, over that song. And I watched it and I thought, well, if she's if she's gay, great. If she's not, uh, <laughs> it was because, you know, like it, on the whole, it was a pretty gay show, mm-hmm. at least 
you know, again, as a, as, as a person in their forties, things have changed. I am accustomed to there being a person, right? Mm -hmm. They let one come out and they wave their little hand and then they leave. And this show was certainly not that. And that's nice. That is nice. Yes. You yeah. know, and I, I enjoyed watching um, Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow um, do this thing where, you know, one of these men is a very normal, you know, a normal, Jesus. <laughs> heteronormal. You know what I meant? Yeah. You, a, a cis heterosexual man. Uh, white man. White? Yes. Um, and it's just, and he's just doing his, his, his verse as he would, mm -hmm. you know, just talking like you about would being, with, be, with any other pop. being, be, being, being attracted to women and such and, and how good he is with the ladies mm -hmm. and Lil Nas X is right next to him doing the exact same thing, but about, uh, other men and such. And there's a, a camaraderie between the two of them. And I have to tell you, I like that a lot. That makes me happy. It's cool that, you know, uh, Harlow can be like support for Lil Nas X, an openly gay black rapper who is uh, on top of the world right now. And I was, um, I'm not huge on that uh, Montero song. And I only like the back half of the video where he descends into hell. I'm not big on the, the first part of it. <laughs> I mean, I look, you can't. You can't argue with Lil Nas X. You can't argue with results. Yeah, that is that is, that is a man with a lot of a lot of skill, and he's extremely intelligent. Um, he has a kind of savvy that I think very few people do, and seeing him be successful is great. And you know, again, like I don't want to take any away anything away from Jack Harlow, but uh, what is he losing <laughs> by by allying himself with Lil Nas X? Arguably, like maybe the biggest star of the moment. Mm -hmm. um, well, quite I'm a, sure quite a that I'm sure there wouldn't. will be homophobes that will be annoyed at him or whatever. But yeah. what he gains is far larger. I'm sure he's you know not hurting by this at all. But there are quite a few artists who would not have done what he did. Sure, and yeah. and 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 fuck them. Yes, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm you know I'm not trying to take it all away from 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 Jack Harlow. I just yeah. I'm aware that he gains a lot more than he loses by doing this. You yeah. know, it is, it is a savvy decision as much as I believe it is. Uh, I think it's genuine. Like, I don't, I don't think he did it because he was, he saw dollar signs. I think he, I think he felt good doing it too, but you know, I'm sure well, he did make a lot of money. Oh uh, yeah. This is, this is not Jack Harlow's night. It's Lil Nas X. And I was happy to see him win because he seemed happy to win. Like this is not a jaded industry lifer. Not yet at no. least. He is still no. super hyped that he got a fucking moon man from MTV. And, and Billy Porter introduced him when he performed. That was cool. Oh, man. I, I just watched the Camila Cabello Cinderella, and that took some of Billy Porter's cool away. I'm not going to lie. Uh, just one of the many reasons why I won't be watching that <laughs> version of Cinderella. Uh, once again, uh, if you're going to make a Cinderella story, uh, hire hire a trans performer to play Cinderella. It's an it's an instant win. Who has money and is listening to this podcast? Just I don't even need credit. Just please do it. Don't be a fool. It's it's money in the bank, and also you're doing a nice thing for the world. It's not that hard. Anyway, uh, I have no interest in watching that Camila Cabello uh, Cinderella thing, and I'll tell you what else I didn't have any interest in watching her perform tonight because I don't. Th I just <laughs> it's not that she's bad. It's just that it's so banal. I don't. There's nothing about what she does that makes me go, man, or Shawn Mendes, the both of them. I don't. 
maybe they should break up. Maybe they'll <laughs> be more interesting apart. I don't know what it is, but they just, I don't look at them and go, man, these two are really trying. They're really breaking out and doing something interesting. There's really some capital A art happening here. I just don't see it. Well, they're, they are both trending downward. So it seems like the world is more uh, uh, in line with you. They, they, they've been, uh, they peaked in 2018 and they've been trending downward ever since. That's right. Listen to me, children. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing. Um, what did you think of um, Chloe sans Hallie? Chloe with and without Hallie have been on the verge of blowing up for what seems like four years now. I liked a couple of the songs I've heard from them, but I don't know. Something about Chloe just does not really catch my interest. Like that's going to get me uh, destroyed by some people who are convinced that Chloe and Hallie are just like the greatest thing. And they do not get at all why they haven't blown up yet. Quite, quite honestly, the same for Normani too. Normani has also been on the verge of blowing up for quite a bit now. I, I haven't really seen enough. I mean, this is, they, they even said that this was the first time that she had done this on her own. Mm-hmm. So man, what I is Hallie you, doing? What, what she's, she's getting, she's getting left behind. It, is she? I don't isn't know. She, I isn't, isn't she, wait, hold on. Isn't she the little mermaid? No, I think that's also Chloe. Wait, wait, let me double check that. No, you're right. Hallie is little mermaid. And I guess Chloe is uh, going solo. So, uh, so there's your, so there's the answer to your mystery of what's going on. I think one of them is pursuing more acting, and the other is 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 going to stick with the music. And I think that makes perfect sense. I just, <laughs> you know, whether whether or not it's, you know, whether uh, Chloe's career will blow up, I don't think it would off of this performance. But it does. But that doesn't really mean anything. It just means that this didn't really blow my mind and when she talked about um whatever it was that about how fat that ass is uh booty that big that's the name of it uh, booty so big here's what i know again it's been a long pandemic spent a lot of time on instagram uh that that booty is not that big not not in instagram terms it's not (laughs) but yeah look that's that's a very that's a very silly conceit and irrelevant i just don't think that this you know this this one performance is not going to be the thing that's going to shoot her off in, in, a, in a trajectory of instant solo fame, let's mm-hmm. say. But who the hell knows what will happen next? Certainly not me. All right. Let's see. Who else Who else was on the list? Who else was here? Uh, 21 Pilots did their Saturday song. Oh, that was up. another time that people went off. That was an off-script moment because that oh, yeah, guy was like, right. my wife's pregnant. What a way. Man, imagine. <laughs> imagine you're the pregnant one in this situation. <laughs> and you're like, What? I haven't told my mother yet. Yeah, I, I, I hope the rest of the family knew. I like that's strange to me. I, I, I don't know. I'm not pregnant. I've never had a kid, so I don't know how you're supposed to act when you're expecting. Like, I'm kind of surprised to find out that this is not his first kid. Like, I don't know. That seems like a like a first timer thing that he's doing up there. It was a all he said was um, something about you know like it's been a, I guess you know it's been a long pandemic and he didn't want to make so many phone calls or whatever it was <laughs> so he decided he just I mean it was a pretty thin excuse um it was a strange thing to do perhaps he asked his partner uh spouse whatever uh whether or not that was okay um and and they said yes I have no idea um if it was me I would I would not have been a fan I'll say that. Um, that was weird. Yeah, I don't. That performance wasn't 
I don't know. I don't know if I would say there was anything that was bad. Was there anything that you listened to and you thought that performance was bad? Yes. Really? What was it? The final one. Oh, well, that's okay. Let's talk about Machine Gun Kelly for a moment, shall we? Because as we were watching, you texted me to tell me about something that had happened backstage. (laughs) Yeah, apparently MGK's people got in a fight or had some kind of altercation with Conor McGregor, the guy who fights for a living. I forget why he was there. He presented something. Yeah, it was very strange when he came out. Yeah, he was like waving his cane. Apparently, yeah. I don't. What a weird. Yeah, it was a very strange thing that happened. And I don't know. Like on on one hand, Conor McGregor's an asshole. Like he's you know he's a a, a messy guy. Well, we're all assholes here, aren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't so, know. Like this is not the first time I've heard of him getting in altercations for no reason. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think that sounds about right. But but so apparently, MGK also just, also fights apparently because we, we he talked about it in his goddamn speech. Yes, he uh so he won best alt best alternative. Yes. Very uh, thanks as introduced by Tommy Lee. Alternative icon Tommy Lee, yes. Yep, that whole thing was yeah, it was weirdly tone deaf. Not like offensive tone deaf, at least not to me, but it was weird. And then he yeah, he came out at the end and did that song Paper Cuts and I they they so they made this big thing of it, right? Where they showed clips of of how MGK had always dreamed of being on the MTV stage, that he's always dreamed of performing at the VMAs, and here's his chance. And he comes out, and he does this song, and let me tell you uh, what I think. I think that at the very end, there's an announcer that said, Doritos congratulates Machine Gun Kelly for his performance at the VMAs, and that's exactly what that performance deserved the end yeah it's uh i'm was it was it was a was a big congrats from doritos i'm i'm real big on mgk's uh rock turn these past couple years i'm hugely in support i did not like that performance i did not like that song i i can't remember i don't remember it from the album but i was not impressed he's done many better performances over the course of the past year and a half, his, his big blockbuster year. Uh, I didn't like that at all. I did hate that, but I don't, but again, you know, it's one of those things where I, I think, is it just me? You know, am I, yeah. am I, you know, am I a doddering old timer? I have no idea. It seemed, it seemed bad. Um, it, it wasn't good. Yeah. I, there were a couple of nothing burgers that that Lala song by Alicia Keys didn't really no and she and of didn't course, do anything. It's the day after nine eleven, so she did Empire State of Mind. Yeah, did we miss any? Uh, Ed Sheeran performed. Ed Sheeran, you said uh, that you felt that this was this was a sort of song that you would probably hear quite a lot, and it would never really quite bother you, but you wouldn't love it either. Uh, I don't know. I was it, it, uh, by the end of it, I was like, actually, maybe there's something here. I'd have to hear it a bunch of more times, and I will. I absolutely will. So we'll see how my feelings evolve on that one. I'm kind of glad he did not perform his big hit this year, Bad Habits. Not that yes, that's you, terrib- hate, you, you hate that song. No, I hate that video. I hate the oh, okay. video. The song okay, is... I don't, is yes, yeah. I don't think much of that. I mean, yes, I suppose the video takes it over the top. I don't, I, I don't like that song particularly I, at all, but the video is on, horrendous. No, it is garbage. It is... 
I think like the worst big video since Bad Blood. I since Taylor Swift's Bad Blood is just fucking awful. Or I, I, I guess. Oh no, you called it his uh, "Look What You Made Me Do," and that that that's all that also fits. Yes, it's look just, what we made Ed Sheeran do. <laughs> yeah, I'd, so there's a thing about music videos since this is a VMA thing, which is that the trick is. To censor, if you're if you're the if you are the artist, right? If it's not a band, but you know, if it is a band and you're the front person, um, the trick is to center it and make it all about you without seeming like a fatuous egotist, a like terminal narcissist, and that video completely fails. There's something just so narcissistic about it. It's just so gross. And I think that that was a part of why I didn't like that performance of Paper Cuts by MGK is it also read as narcissistic and com- completely lacking self-awareness. I don't know. Kind of why, why I, it, it was, you know, like Madonna coming out and doing the thing that she did uh, just seemed like a person with no self-awareness. That's the thing that once you once you hit that point of no return in somebody's mind – that person, it's going to be hard to win them back. It's going to be hard for, you know, Machine Gun Kelly doesn't give a shit what I think, but, you know, that there was something about that that made me go, ugh. There was something know. very Marilyn Manson-y about it, just like trying too much, doing too much. I don't care. That's a lie. Obviously, I did because it bothered me, and I think the reason why is because it just, yeah, it just felt so narcissistic and, and not aware of how narcissistic it was, which is just the worst, the worst thing that you can do. Kind of like, uh, yes, I mean, Madonna to me is the perfect comparison, and you did that whole Cinema Madonna series. By the way, check out the time oh, the shadows. Cinema Madonna series. Might have to do another one for the, for the new documentary she put out. Uh, oh, that's right. Maybe we'll maybe we'll cover it. You and me. What do you uh, think? Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There were there were a couple. Happened. There were a couple of awards that they gave out that kind of made me like, what the fuck? Like, uh, they gave hip hop. Uh, song of the year to franchise by Travis Scott. I have that song like spent like three weeks in the hot 100. I haven't heard anyone say anything about it. Quite frankly, I think that's one of Travis Scott's better tracks and a little underrated, but I, I don't think anyone uh, else but me really cared about it. Even like the Travis stands who are like intense. Uh, that just, they didn't really do anything with it. I mean, the awards go to the people who show up. I know that. Yeah. But it is still weird that, uh, you know, that, well, what else was up for that? Uh, WAP was up for that. Um, well, um, I'm I'm glad that Drake didn't win. Yeah, uh, uh, rap, but, star, but, but, rap star, little baby Apology was up for that. That's a big number one hit. And uh, yeah, the little baby Megan The Stallion on me remix was up. Yeah. but um, yeah, it was yeah Travis the Travis Scott was I just yeah I don't and, know uh, it's fine. Okay, t- uh, I think there are only two more things of note that happened. I want to hit them both. Justin Tim, I mean uh, Justin Bieber got on stage he won his artist of the year and i swear to god his acceptance speech was like a high school football quarterback who has never had a mic put in his face in his life trying to mumble out something about you know how we won the game like it seemed like he had no idea what he was doing up there like he had never been on stage before in his life he just kind of was like oh you know this this covid thing covid i don't know it's not a thing but it's real bad, everybody, and we need to be nicer to each other. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, have you never spoken in public before? Yeah, it was. It's like that. Um, it's like that moment from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's like computers, man. <laughs> Every, everything. 
Santino is high school football <laughs> rules. That's it. That's what it made me think of. But yes, the speech was basically um, everybody got COVID and shit. Yeah. But like the music man, San Dimas High School football rules. That's it. Like that was, it was very strange. The other one I wanted to mention was, you do you remember when um they uh, they brought out uh, Nick Lachey and AJ from the Backstreet Boys and Lance from NSYNC? Do you remember yes. what they were, what they were presenting? Oh, oh, it was, it was, oh, it was the, it was the best uh, K-pop. Yes. The best, best K-pop. Okay. BTS is now officially one of the biggest acts in the country. That That is true. But K-pop itself is still a niche genre. I, you know, most of the people even watching have not heard of at least four of like the six people that were nominated. That was so weird. It was an excuse to give BTS an award and BTS were not even there. Yep. And I already knew that they weren't there. Let me yeah. tell you something. I didn't want them to win because I wanted to see the look on your face if Blackpink and Selena Gomez had won for ice cream. <laughs> one of your one of your favorite At least songs that of one, the year. Yeah, it was. But like if they had handed it to like G Idol or 17 or like a, a bunch of other bands no one's ever heard of unless you are like a serious stan. Like usually when there's an excuse like that, it's for someone who will be there at the awards. Like this is how powerful BTS is. They will give awards to them just so they can say their name. That is the power BTS wields right now. They are just MTV is just like begging for that BTS dollar, that BTS viewership number. It was such a desperate move. I was just like yeah. blown away. They, they made up yeah, an award. BTS to does give not them. need them. Yeah. BTS does not <laughs> need you, MTV. They might. They needed them last year or the year before. We're not done anymore. with that. We are done with that. Bye, MTV. You relic of the eighties. Yes, BTS killed the <laughs> MTV. So I saw this on Twitter. Um, I think it was like at Cheap Trick Rules who said, "It's like it is so weird that." MTV does the VMA still. It's like the Pizza Hut that used to be a Pizza Hut in, and is now an H&R Block will like one night of the year still serve pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. That makes me think about, you know, I told you that the, the theater that I used to go to as a kid, the Paramus 10 Plex on Route 4 is now a giant gym, but they still have movie posters. <laughs> and it's kind of, that's kind of what the VMAs are like. It's like a gym with movie posters because it used to be a movie theater, uh, but for music. Oh, I know. I wrote all in caps letters. Why does Doja Cat have a dagger? Did she have a dagger? I didn't notice her having a she dagger. She did. Right at, right at the tail end, I noticed it. When, it was along with the outfit that had the chair hat. She had a dagger. Doja Cat, if you're a fan of our podcast, and I assume that you are, why did you have a dagger? Were you going to do some kind of blood sacrifice later? I couldn't because I couldn't. Part of me thought it was like like a blood sacrifice, like a sacrificial dagger. Part of me thought like, you know, like like an like a thief from the from like the oldie times or from like a first person shooter type of game thief. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. And then uh, what else? I had one other thing. Oh, Olivia Rodrigo did say that one thing, which bless her. She's when she won uh, that first award, she wrote that this is the most magical year of my life. And I said, are you sure <laughs> that this is the thing that you want to say? I'm glad that you had a good one. 
I don't know that you should ever refer to 2021 as the most magical year of anything. Well, it's better than doing it the year before. I get, what a what a technicality. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Did you have anything else? No, I think that's it. That's as much as anyone is going to talk about the MTV Video Music Awards in 2021. We covered all of it. Yeah. Oh, every year we do it for you. The five or five to 15 of you who still care. I, I think we're going to get more uh, listeners for this podcast than there were viewers for the, the MTV Awards, quite honestly. Entirely possible. Uh, who can say? Um, please feel free to, to, to share this around if you, if you want other people to know about the, the VMAs and us. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, we came out of vacation to do this for you. <laughs> go, go to our Patreon and give a dollar for bonus episodes. We'll still have a bonus episode this month, in fact. It's the one other episode we're doing, um, and it only costs you a dollar. Uh, and, it, uh, and it makes us feel good. Every time we get an extra dollar, we smile. And we're so happy. And then we say, this is the most magical year of our lives. And it's always true. Like, and I tell you what, if you, if you give enough money, I'll buy myself a Madonna great ass. I'll do it. <laughs> I've been meaning to. I saw that ass and I said, I'd like to buy an ass for me. So give us a dollar and I'll buy myself a, a dollar's worth of ass. Thank you for <laughs> I already have a dollar's worth of ass. God right. damn it. All, All right. right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you.